And now it's time for Madison's Mad Facts with your host, Madison Standish. Hey everybody, it's Madison. Welcome to another Madison on the Air bonus feature of Madison's Mad Facts, where we look at the way things were in real life back during these old-timey radio shows. Our most recent episode is The Adventures of the Thin Man, where I went with Nora Charles to a wedding. Ooh, I so love weddings. I don't care if you think I'm basic. I also like pumpkin spice lattes. Deal with it. So for this episode of Madison's Mad Facts, we're going to talk about... Oh, wait, there might be some spoilers coming up. If you haven't listened to our episode of The Adventures of the Thin Man yet, go do that first. Go now. Go. And holding. Great. So for this Madison's Mad Facts, I want to talk about the history of honeymoons, which Nora and I get to go on together in our little adventure. So I've got the lovely Lara Christine Elliott here, the voice of our Nora, to talk honeymoons with me. Hey, Lara. Sup? Hi, Madison. You know it's always been a dream of mine to play Nora because I've always, always loved the Thin Man to bits. Glad you got to play Nora, but I'm sorry about having to go on a honeymoon with me instead of Nora's hunky detective husband. But hey, I look good in a tux. So honeymoons, the first trip together when the newlyweds get to spend tons of money to do it someplace they haven't been before. Romantic. But a blissful, steamy getaway with your new spouse isn't always what a honeymoon was. Right, Lara? That's right. There are many different origin stories of the term honeymoon. For example, in the 5th century, a newlywed couple drank something that was called mead, which is a honey-based alcohol, and they drank that on the first full moon after they were wed. Another period, the groom would kind of kidnap and hide the bride, and the honeymoon would just last until her family located her. Not at all creepy. Well, then a more cynical definition comes from the mid-1500s, where the honeymoon was considered to be the pinnacle of romance and, well, like the phases of the moon, would soon wane. Which is how we use it when we say something has a honeymoon phase, right? As the happy time before things end up inevitably sucking. Exactly. It wasn't until the 19th century, I believe, in Britain that the honeymoons became synonymous with a couple traveling directly following their wedding. However, in this time, the newlyweds didn't go on a carefree getaway. Their traveling was to visit friends and family who were unable to attend the wedding service. So a honeymoon then was essentially a publicity tour of appearances to promote their marriage? Actually, yes. It was considered a bridal tour. Often friends would join them as they traveled around, so it really wasn't a time for the couple to be alone together. So when did honeymoons become just about the bride and groom? Well, during the Industrial Age, the tradition began as the first real example of tourism. Couples would leave their reception party early to catch a train or go off on a trip. Just the two of them. This became, you know, a popular concept all over Europe, and hotels in destination cities began purposefully catering to newlyweds. But the only city that truly embraced this concept was, da-da-da, can you guess? Niagara Falls, which of course is now considered the honeymoon capital of the world. You know, today we may think of it as cliche, but for New Yorkers and Canadians, it was the hot spot throughout the early to mid-1900s. So that honeymoon Harvey Bellboy we met in the episode was based on a real thing? Absolutely. 
you know, to get the honeymoon dollars, hotels had to create something special, and they created honeymoon suites with a wide variety of unique options and perks that would outdo their competition. What do honeymoons look like today? Not that I have plans anytime soon, but... Well, today? Well, honeymoons are as unique as the newlyweds themselves. While a lot of honeymoons are as extravagant and expensive as the weddings, and they consider that a YOLO honeymoon, which, for the listeners that might not know what a YOLO is, it means you only live once. YOLO. Get it? Dude, if you're too old to not already know what YOLO means, your life is definitely past the honeymoon phase. Go on with what you were saying. Many couples today opt to put the money into the wedding and take a modest trip for their honeymoon. Destination weddings also often incorporate the honeymoon with the wedding service as one long event, which, like those bridal tours, includes friends and family. Yeah, I'm always too broke to go to my friend's destination weddings. Even a regular wedding, I'm all, what is the cheapest thing in their registry? Do they really need both towels? Well, for some couples, you might still be able to get that single towel because, get this, unimoons or solo moons are also rising in popularity. That's where the couple takes separate trips because they can't agree on a place to go together. That doesn't sound promising for the marriage. But I'm single, so what do I know? Okay, thank you so much, Lara, for talking with us about the history of honeymoons. Well, thank you for having me. I can't wait for the next Thin Man adventure. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Oh, oh, and if their dog Asta is ever needed, you know, I do a fantastic wire hair fox terrier. Uh, just, just listen. See? Don't you think? Ah, oh, come on, listeners, tell her. <laughs> Bye. Well, maybe if we ever do Little Orphan Annie, you can play Sandy. I hear the real dog's agent is a total bitch. Thank you guys for listening to our little bonus feature, Madison's Mad Facts. And get ready for new episodes of Madison on the Air to premiere the first of every month. 